Yeah, like Joe, I'll have a little bit more to say about what's actually going on in that song, but I just knew that refrain um, and, and that basic idea, we, they will know we are Christians by our love. I, I don't even know how I knew that song since I didn't grow up in the Methodist or Lutheran or any Christian church. Um, but I really liked the sound of it because I thought there's so many ways to answer that question. You know, how will the world know that you're Christian? What will tell them? And you could say, um, well, it's because of what I believe. Okay, that's nice, but you know, doesn't really have much impact on anybody else. You could say it's because I go to XYZ church and that's great, but you know, what, what kind of church? What's the church, what's the church known for? What's it, what's it all about being a part of a Christian church? Um, or, you know, I wear a cross pendant, which, okay, that tells us we're Christian, you're Christian, but it doesn't tell us what that means. And I love the fact that they, uh, somebody who wrote that song and the people who sang that song said, they'll know that we're Christians by the way we act, by our acting in a loving way, which I hope is not King George's idea of love, um, but is true care and, and concern for other people um, shown through their actions. And that's why I got thinking about how I would answer that question and how other Unitarian Universalists, whether Christian or not, um, might answer that question. Because I don't think Unitarian Universalism either is chiefly a matter of, of what we believe or what's in our head. Um, and it's certainly not about whether we wear, say, a chalice necklace, although I've got a bunch of them and I love to tell people when they notice it um, what it means um, and that it's a symbol of my religion and what that, what that means to me. But then, you know, I expect, you know, they expect for me to be able to say something other than, oh, well, that's the symbol of Unitarian Universalism. Okay, well, that's great, but what? What does that mean? What does it mean to me to be a UU? So um, I think that just like the people who wrote that song, and just like Joe found out when he was told by his mom he was all talk and no O, that... Um, the answer is in how we live. Something about, well, what kind of person does Unitarian Universalism help make you? How are you out in the world and in your relationships? And um, what that means might vary for us because that's a part of Unitarian Universalism too, is that we don't all have to um, think the same thing. So I thought that we should all Think about it ourselves just for a moment. If somebody said, how would, to you, how would somebody know that you're a Unitarian Universalist? What about things in your life would tell them what this religion is all about? What would you answer? So if you'll take a moment and think about that, Maybe, maybe a song is the answer, like, like the one that I just shared. Um, maybe there's a song that we sing that would help sum that up. But whatever it is, just see if you can have that in your mind. Okay, and now I want you to turn to somebody you're sitting near, or Joe, Joe and I will come talk to somebody 
out in the front because we already talked to each other about the answer to this question. Um, and tell them. And if you came up blank, hey, don't worry, we are here to help each other. So maybe what the other person says will help get your wheels turning and make you realize, um, I mean, I know you know in some way, but help you find the words for how would somebody know that you're a UU by the way you act? Let's take a moment to do that right now. All right, everybody. Um, I want to hear some of your. Um, I want to hear some of your answers. So I will go among you and, and repeat them. If you if you've got anything that you want to share with everybody, what did you find? Um, are the are the things that you do that would let people know that this is what it means to be a you? Yes, Brooke. Valuing everybody as best as you can. That's lovely. Can I share what you said, Barbara? May I? Because Barbara was in my group, and it was along those lines. She said, I try to let people know, try to be kind and let people know when they've made my life easier in some way, by saying thank you and so on and acknowledging people. And, and we talked a little bit about the fact, like, they might not actually know that you're you, you, but they would know. They would say of Barbara, oh, she's a very appreciative person. She's somebody who thinks about other people. They would say of Brooke, you know, oh, she values everybody. Right. I like that. Nice. Yeah, Eric. We talked about being welcoming, which was fun because we got to practice it immediately. Being welcoming and practice. How did you practice being welcoming immediately? Oh, we talked about our lives and got to know each other. <laughs> Excellent. I, so I see a few people who are welcome here and a little bear who is welcome here. Awesome. Yeah, that's something you can practice all the time. And again, like if they be, people, people here know that you're a UU. But out in the world, people might not know you're a UU, but they would just know, hey, wow. And Byron is like, just comes out with props I didn't even ask for, which is also a way to be a great UU, I think. So for me, I think it's uh, the social justice efforts. I mean, the. CYRE Kids and Committee recently participated in compiling kits for, um, through Life Moves for uh, uh, children who are either unhoused or precariously housed. And I, I really appreciate the emphasis on the social justice here, and I try and explain that to people. And yeah. they say, why do you go to that place? That's important to me. Yeah. And again, like, I, I love the thought that somebody might say, Oh, you, you and your kids made kits for kids who are living, you know, they're living in their car, they don't have a home or something. Wow, what kind of church is that, right? It's just, they, they know right away, even though before they know what kind of church it is, they know it's a church where we try to give our care to other people. I'm going to summarize what's on the chat. Okay, please, okay, thank you. So basically, uh, UU is a religion more concerned about how you act in the world than the beliefs that guide you. Um, non-Trinitarian, universal love and acceptance, and uh, a reaction against hierarchical structures and being told what to do. Okay. We can put that in, in a positive sense, too, of, of being independent-minded and um, recognizing we have to be our own leaders in a way. And thank you so much for that, Pamela, because I was going to have to go up and squint at the chat, and now you have shared it with me. Hi, I think uh, for me, the Unitarian Universalist faith uh, represents 
acceptance and honoring of all people uh, and inclusiveness, I guess, would be the word that comes to mind. Um, that's about all I have to say. Thank you. We heard that theme a few way ways, but I bet there's a lot of other things that, that um, you know, are in your head now or didn't get shared aloud. Um, that's really neat. And I'm thinking, so um, I don't want to pick on the poor people who wrote that song. Not to pick on the people who wrote that song, but I was disappointed. I went and looked it up. And uh, just a moment. No, it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like King George's song of getting love completely backwards. But it was a little more limited than I thought. Because I always I heard that and I thought, well, yeah. I mean, when I think about the friends I have who are Christian, um, I think what I, what I really ad admire about their religion, the way they practice it, is that they are loving people. They, they care about its social justice as well, right? Which is showing love and, and, and making a, a fairer world for people you don't even know. And um, thinking about people of the future, for example, because they're envir environmentally um, uh, active and so on. Um, but when I looked at the, at the song, since I thought maybe before I come talk about it in the service, I should actually know all the words, it really was about how people take care of each other, like just among themselves. And I thought, well, that's nice. I mean, you want your church, you want your group of Christians or Unitarian or Unitarian Universalists to take care of one another. We, we grieve with one another. We celebrate one's lives, each other's lives. We help people out when they have a, a problem, like, um, like Stevens uh, having a tree fall on his house. Um, that's all good. But what I had hoped was they were saying, oh, they'll know we're Christians because of our love for everybody, because to me, that's one of the great teachings of Christianity. Um, and maybe they do that too. So I'm, I love this, and I love, um, I, I really appreciate everybody sharing and thinking about, um, you know, the way you say this, the way you say these things, I think it's not just about religion. You know, you all come to this congregation, yay, you're, many of you are really helping uh, lead it, wonderful. Um, obviously, that's very important to keep these values going in the world. Um, but what I'm noticing is that these aren't specifically like religious things that you brought up. This is about being good people, being the kind of people that we want to be. That's what I heard from everybody who shared, wanting to be welcoming, wanting to value everybody, wanting to, um, to be inclusive and kind. Um, so it sounds to me like being a good Unitarian Universalist is basically being a good person, and that we are here to help us be the kind of people that we want to be. I'm seeing some nods, so I'm not the only person who thinks that, I guess. I had a, um, I had a little exchange of letters recently. Um, somebody who said she used to be a Unitarian, not affiliated with this congregation or any, anyone I know, um, she, she wrote to the um, the newspaper, the Mercury News in San Jose. Um, she was responding to an article about how after COVID, a lot of churches are having um, a decline in attendance and um, people are a little out of the habit. She said she thought that a reason that people didn't go to church anymore, the reason that she was no longer involved even after decades of being a Unitarian, wherever she, she did that, was that churches um, inappropriately, in her view, took public policy positions. 
Now, a public policy position means um, a, about a, a policy, uh, a position about laws that are out there in the government, in our city or state or the country, um, about people's rights and what they're allowed to exercise and so on, about environmental um, regulations and how we deal with that. And I thought, I cannot imagine Unitarian Universalism or any religion without some kind of public policy. We're not a public policy making organization. That's not our primary reason to exist like a, oh, a lobbying group in Sacramento is. But, um, but as, as Beth was saying, I mean, the fact that we say, hey, we care about people who are homeless. We not only make kits and, um, and help people who are homeless right at this moment, but we take a position on public policy. We go to the government and we say, hey, we really want more affordable housing around here. We want to change things. Anyway, so I wrote a letter for my part saying how important it was for us to um, practice our religion that way because that's how our principles actually make a difference in the world instead of just being nice things that we say we believe. Um, so I'm wondering if this is maybe why um, Joe and I had trouble um, choosing songs. You know, we were trying to choose songs for this service, and we didn't want to tell anybody exactly like, well, what, this is what it means to be a UU. We'll sum it up in this song. Um, so we, we chose a few that we thought kind of fit. That one we just sang, though I may speak with, uh, with um, Bravest Fire, seemed like it was kind of about, exactly about Joe's experience of, um, you know, you can't just talk about how you want to be. You have to act in a loving way, which in that particular case was actually making dinner for your family. Um, but um, I think the diversity of what we've heard is a good reminder, like, yeah, it might not all be, we might be, not be able to sum it up in one line. But just as we might not all agree on matters of public policy, sure. But we all agree on the principles behind them and that we should act on them. Not only do we, so here's an example. We all believe that we should take care of the planet, that we have a responsibility to other species, to other people, to people of the future, and that we should live sustainably. And, um, and address the environmental crisis. We absolutely all believe that. I've never met a UU, and I don't think I ever will, who doesn't believe that. Now, we might not agree in exactly what policies will best get us there. That's something we talk about, we figure out together, we try to reach an agreement so that we can take action as a con congregation and as a wider community. Um, but here's the thing that I think is really key, that I first heard in that Christian song and that I'm hearing from you all, that there does have to be a way for people to tell. It can't just be, oh, I care about the environment. It makes me very sad when things aren't going well, when I see things about climate change and so on. It's not just what's inside us. We feel like we need to act upon it and that that is how somebody would know that we were members of this tradition, that we believe you've got to be able to tell. And if you can't tell by my actions, then I'm not quite 
the UU or the person that I want to be yet. What those actions are, they may vary, but they have to be expressing and actually acting on what we believe. I love Joe's story because it's so hopeful. Because, um, you know, we've all done things to disappoint our family, so thank you for the humility in telling that story. I know I was thinking of my own part of times that I let my family down and um, have tried not to do that again. But you see, I didn't know Lee as someone who can be counted on to do the things that he says. So maybe that experience had an effect, or maybe you just grew up. Um, maybe we all have to learn at some point that we don't want to be all talk and no O. Um, because, you know, everybody loves to have tacos made for them. Well, if you like tacos. But very few of us just want to hear about tacos from somebody. It's just not all that exciting if no tacos actually appear on the table. So it's good to know that, you know, we can grow into more of the kind of people we want to be. And I hope this is a place that we do that. But the other thing is, I'm thinking about our umbrellas and that story that we got from Tim Atkins about being the portable sanctuary. I feel like what we've just seen is that everybody here has like a little invisible umbrella above them. And you're going around in the world, wherever you go, um, showing people what it means to be a UU, whether you tell them which, you know, by all means, tell them that would be great, whether you wear a chalice and start that conversation and just because it's nice for you to remember. That's all wonderful. But even before they know why you are so kind, so concerned about homeless children, so welcoming, so inclusive, they might not know that it's connected to this church, but they know that you are those things. And that even though you might not have an umbrella over your head, meeting you is like running into a portable sanctuary. That they've found a little part of the world that makes them feel better and makes them feel, oh, now I have something to take out into my life. A little piece of kindness, of welcome, of inclusiveness, of social justice. So I just love to think about all of us carrying our portable sanctuaries wherever we go. That's a great way to start the year.